Hello, welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts, hosted by us. I am Derek. I'm Mike. And we just saw scary stories to tell in the dark like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, uh, Derek's laptop was broken. He was homeless at one point. It was a fucking mess. It's we're back. We're back. Uh, so, yeah. Um, goosebumps. Uh, uh, PG thirteen goosebumps. That's what I'm gonna wow, go. You, you took my whole in, entire like end rant just right there <laughs> in the first minute. <laughs> but yes, oh, very much goosebumps. Which I, which uh, I'm a big fan of goosebumps, but um, not of those movies. But we'll get um, into it. So, did you grow up on this book? No, I always saw it around and I never cared enough. And no one was really reading it around me. It was Goosebumps like galore for me. I was so heavily into Goosebumps. Um, Now that I, you know, heard this was coming out a couple years ago, I got into the lore and whatnot. It's all right. It's cool. It's fine. Um, It's it's more of the imagery than the stories. Yeah, because I remember in the first grade. Uh, during Halloween. Yes, I was in some stupid advanced reading level thing when I was in the first grade. Because that was I, I. Yeah, I don't know. So I can't read now. But uh, every, in October, she would read some stories from this book. And I don't really remember any of the stories. I remember um, the the stew one. Mm. And, but I don't remember the Scarecrow story, but I always remember the picture. Mm-hmm. Like that is burned into my memory for some reason. <laughs> and then when Jeepers Creepers came out, like that even made me more scared of scarecrows. And it made me think of this picture even more when I was a kid. So it just never went away. But yeah. Um, where do we start? <laughs> well, we... this movie that I think we both thought was going to be like an anthology was not, which is. I don't know. Kind of... I didn't think it was going to be an anthology. I knew it was going to be like Goosebumps. Well, no, no, from the trailers, yeah. But I think when I first heard about it, it made sense to be that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like an anthology series that later on connects at the end, like how Trick or Treat was. But nope. That's what we would have preferred. <laughs> but this. Nice. this uh, interpretation is uh surrounded uh, around this girl named stella and uh she kind of like this nerdy loner and uh how do i even explain her her mama did her mother run away or abandoned them yeah. yeah and her father is hank from breaking bad that's all i know yeah there's really not too much to stella she's the main character which i think she did okay at being acting because i don't really like that many child actors but they don't really develop these characters at all i mean i guess you're not supposed to but they're they're kind of they're kind of boring besides um the hell is his name chuck which is the comedic relief uh they're basically all just there it's kind of annoying though i didn't like uh well i guess we should just get into how this starts they're at uh no like get skipping too far <laughs> they are preparing for Halloween. They're preparing for Halloween, and Chuck wants to be Spider Man. His mom makes him an actual <laughs> spider Spider-Man. costume. <laughs> yeah. Um, Augie, the tall one, he is. I, I forgot the word they use for it. It's a fancy He's, word for clown. Yeah, or like mime or some shit. <laughs> and she's just. What a witch. Yeah, witch. Very, very generic costumes. This is supposed to be set in the 
seventies, six, uh, no, fifty. Where the fuck are we in this? I think it's. A I don't think it's clear. I they think it's big giant TVs. I think it's supposed to be one of those mixed universes, like, you know, like yeah. Riverdale or like. So yeah, it has some. It they got a a little bit of everything in this. So it has a. I think it has a very old vibe to it, though. I think it's supposed to. Yeah, because they wanted to drive in and yeah. The costumes they wore were so generic, like how Halloween used to be with the masks just being so, you know, cut and paste. Right. Um, so they go out and they they get bullied by this one guy around town. Which Was it is, Tommy? Yes, Tommy. And they usually get bullied. So they had a prank on him where they were standing on the side of the road holding a bag. And they know when, when he drives by and they grabbed it. And uh, it was full of uh, shit. And I think it was on fire. It was Chuck's shit. <laughs> no, it was Chuck's shit, which he took out of the toilet with his hand. Which is just the bottom. <laughs> yeah, he's, he lit it on fire and tossed it in the car. Like, which they then get chased to a drive-in. And I forgot what movie is playing. That sucks. And uh, uh, Stella's, shit, damn. Stella's a horror movie buff. So What's the Night of the Living Dead? Something like that. I feel like it was. And they get in this random person's car to hide. And that person is Ramon. Ramon. Shit. Rodriguez. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> Let's just call him Ramon. Who gives a shit? Um, he is actually my least favorite character anyway. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's ethnic. No, he's fucking boring. Wow. The one ethnic character is boring to you. Yeah. He's sure. the spice of life. <laughs> you actually liked him? No. Oh, okay, good. But I can he, say it because I'm black. Fuck you. I can say it because I'm Jewish. I'm I'm technically a minority. Sure. Um, yeah, he was fucking bland. I mean, they all kind of were bland, but he was especially bland as like a co-lead main character. Anyway, um, they get in his car and they're like, yeah, we're hiding. And they pull up with the bats, the bullies, and uh, they called him a, uh, well, Am I allowed to say it for reference? Okay, yeah, yeah. I never know where it goes with this. Yeah, but they called him that. And uh, he didn't let him in the car. And then uh, they kind of all make friends. And eventually they draw. She's like, hey, want to see a haunted house? It's And uh, that's where the Bellows family used to live. And the Bellows family, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, it's like a man. on like a... Uh Damn, what is it? Is it a, not a mine? Uh, a mill. Some type of mill. I forget what kind of mill. Is it for syrup or something? Or No, it's Riverdale again. Damn. They're rich. They're rich. They lived in a mansion, and Sarah Bellows, which is the daughter, once witnessed someone die or something, uh-uh. and they blamed it on her, and she kept trying to tell the truth, and they're just like, no, you did it. All right. <laughs> And they brought, they put her in like shock therapy and a bunch of things, and basically locked her away. And yeah, since you, I think, um, some some kids died, um, but it was really because the mill they were running was polluting the water. And they and tried to. She tried to warn them. Yeah, and, they and since they tried them. to, right? Since she tried to warn them, her family lied and said that she performed some type of witchcraft that she learned from. The, the the help they have I forget their name the, the black lit girl's name like they said that she taught her witchcraft and she used the witchcraft to make the kids sick but yes so they start searching through the house and 
eventually they hit like a secret passageway and literally this is fucking goosebumps they have they find a book and it's all sarah bell's Bell's scary stories she used to tell to people behind the wall when she was locked behind (laughs) it or something and uh oh don't forget that chuck um is hiding because he's trying to hide uh scare augie Mm. and because while uh, Stella's in a basement, she's in a basement with Ramon, and that's where she finds the book. But Augie and Chuck are separated, and uh, Chuck hides in a closet, and you see a light comes on, and it's an old lady in a red room with a dog, just sitting there, staring at him. And then when he opens the door again, it was Augie on the other side, and he's like, "Oh, we gotta go, we gotta get out of here." And then Chuck and Augie, they go in the basement and they see Stella and Ramon or whatever. And they're talking about the book, about how Stella uh, or the whole um, history of Sarah Bellows and her stories or whatever. And while they're talking about it, Tommy shows up and is all like, uh, I'm going to kill you. By the way, Tommy's on a date with Chuck's sister, Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ruth is like, let him go. Uh, I'm, or leave him alone as my brother and Tommy's like okay oh Tommy locks him in the basement yep. and then so Ruth was like just let him out and Tommy was like okay fine open the door Ruth op- opens the door and Tommy pushes her down in the basement and locks the door and locks them all in there then uh, <laughs> what's her name Stella she opens the book and um, she sees the words or whatever, or the stories in there are written already. And she says, Sarah Bellows, read me a story or tell me a story. And when that happens, uh, mystic stuff happens and like Sarah Bellows shadow hand comes and unlocks the door and boom, they're free. But are they really free? Then they go outside and they look <laughs> and, um, Ramon's car was trashed by them and and some very choice words is written on the hood of the car yeah it's a wet pack uh-huh thank you <laughs> so stella takes the book home and reads the uh, a story called harold which is a one of the iconic figures in the series and he's a basically a scarecrow that is on a farm which is on tommy's farm in this and they just basically beat the shit out of Harold just because Tommy's a bully and doesn't give a shit. And he's like, eat shit, Harold. Fuck you, Harold. Just hits the shit out of him. And of course, I believe he was afraid of Harold, like secretly afraid of Harold because huh. everything, all their stories and stuff they were afraid of. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, which makes sense. Because um, uh, even in the story as she's reading it, um, it's like Tommy has a scarecrow named Harold. He always hated that scarecrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was pretty brutal, his death. <laughs> yeah. So, Tommy starts, uh, he comes home drunk, and his mom says, go get the eggs from whatever, because she was supposed to deliver them. Apparently, he delivers eggs. Sure. And he starts roaming around, which is a very creepy setting they have right now with the him in the, in the like, a cornfield looking, uh, just walking around, drunk, stumbling. And he passes Harold. He's like, fuck you. And then he looks back. Harold's not there anymore. I like this scene a lot. And any horror movie with a cornfield is good. Yeah. And eventually, um, Tommy just keeps trying to run away, but he's getting lost. And eventually 
Harold's behind him and stabs him with a pitchfork. And instead of blood coming out because it's PG-13, it's hay. And hay just comes pouring out of his body. Love that shit. Because Tommy is now the scarecrow. He is now Harold. <laughs> um, once they notice Tommy's missing cells, like, what if it's the book? Everyone's like, shut up. And then Ramon's like, no, I can't. We can't go to the police because they... Due to his race, they're yeah. going to think he did it. Yeah. Um. The That night, Stella and Ramon are in, uh, which uh, Ramon is staying in her house because his car, because he's a drifter and his car has been fucked up. It's in the shop. So she's kind of hiding. He's kind of hiding in the basement. They're in a room, they're chilling, and she notices a uh, story. This is the, the big toe and it has Augie's name <laughs> written in it. <laughs> And they try to warn Augie, and he's home alone because his parents are gone or whatever. And he's like, oh, nice prank. Uh. And then he's like just casually uh, eating some stew. There was nothing in the house. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, mom, you make me stew? And he's like, she's like, no, I don't have stew here. I'm eating it. <laughs> and they're like, don't eat it. And he's like, it's great. And then he fucking <laughs> eats a toe. And... um. Yeah, the 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 toe lady came out and was like, "Where's my toe?" Oh, I love this. <laughs> He's hiding underneath the bed, yeah. and you think it's gonna be from the front, oh, the sides? It pulls him from the back into the wall. God, great that was shit. such a good fake out. Yeah, great shit. Oh my god, because the whole time I'm rolling my eyes, I'm like, "Oh my god, they're gonna be right there on top of the bed." Yeah. Nope. <laughs> they had like four different options and they did a fifth great <laughs> great scene oh yeah so augie's gone and now it's just chuck stella and uh Ramon. and ruth but ruth's not really hanging out with them yeah um ruth is next though and they try to warn ruth and she's like yeah right um so what happened was they want to know about the history of sarah Bell's death so they go to the hospital or no, 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 no. They go to the library. Yeah. And um, Chuck talks about how he had a dream about a red room and the old lady. And I think he said she's hugging him and he can't breathe. And um, they're like looking through like all these files and stuff about Sarah Bellows in the library. Mm-hmm. And then the story pops up on a book and is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. He doesn't say anything about the red spot, but I believe he spills. A red spot on like he spilled he spilled ketchup. something ketchup on him right and then a story pops up saying the red spot and he freaks out because he thinks he's next mm-hmm. but it turns out it's about Ruth because they find out when they write it writes Ruth's name in a book and they rush to the uh, to the uh, school because she's like in some type of beauty pageant but she has this big giant red pimple I on her play I don't know <laughs> oh it's either or. Yeah. And um, the girl next, she's trying to, she's freaking out about this pimple. And the girl next to her is like, ew, you really got to take care of that. So she runs to the uh, bathroom to go pop, pop the pimple. And when she does, um, or when she tries to, like a spider leg pops out the bump and she squeezes it. And then like a whole bunch of spiders come pouring out. And it was very, very gross. And somehow they managed to save her. <laughs> they poured water on her or something. I guess. Or they turn the lights on and went no no. I don't know. They threw a bucket of oh dirty mop water. I guess. Yeah. 
And she was fine, even though she just, I guess they implied she waited till an insane asylum. They did. They said they sent her away. Yeah, because she went mad. Um, Then after that, they decided to go to the hospital. And that's when Chuck talks about the red room with the lady. And um, Oh, that pissed me off. Because the thing is with that whole movie with the pacing, it was good until that, where they're going to see the lady that, work with Sarah Bella's Bella's the uh the maid or whatever the assistant oh, yeah. Yeah. and he the, once they go up the door he's like I had the dream last night again <laughs> and uh, we're like huh what do you mean we're, let's, let, yo yo dude we don't know you <laughs> I don't like how they're you're so they, they knew already but we didn't right fuck that that pissed me off really like a lot and yeah it's a it's a dream where this red room he exists in it, and this pale lady, this giant pale lady, just like slowly walks towards him. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, whatever. They try to get records from the hospital. Yeah, and for some, okay, so the records was in a room called the Red Room. So he was like, "Oh no, nah, I'm not going in there." So he goes off by himself for some reason instead of just waiting where he's at, because they didn't go into like any. Um, <laughs> What's the word? Not forbidden area. Uh, they weren't in an area where they weren't supposed to be in yet until he walks away. And he, for some reason, he goes up all these stairs, then he goes on a roof, and then to get to another building. And that's when the alarm goes off because the people see him trying to get away. And since the alarms went off, it made the entire hallway red. And it was a very terrible uh, looking monster, fat monster, just walking slowly towards him. And then he tried going to another corner and it was another one right there. And then he tried going to another corner. It was another one right there. And they had him cornered and they walked very slowly to him and they hugged him. Yeah, very uh, anticlimactic with the hug or whatever. I really wish he got, he got eaten. He got absorbed. But uh, I think it was it hinted like because he didn't like the fact that his mom was because his mother hugged him in the beginning and he was like mom i yeah. can't breathe so i felt like that was like a thing with that that was fortunate i don't know i'm trying to get his money benefit of the doubt right now um <laughs> very claustrophobic scene liked it but uh if, if that's the case with the hugging thing I, i'll give it a pass on him not getting eaten or something yeah so uh i don't know so, what happened so, did they just get caught and the police arrest them or no they wait because they end up in a police station right after that. And I don't remember why or how. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go because um, they're in a room and they, uh, the uh, the nurse lady who was working the front desk comes in and she was like, so where's your little friend? Yeah. And then they cut off. They cut to them being in the uh, police station. And um, that's when they reveal that Ramon is, is a draft dodger. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, this does take place during, uh, I believe, Vietnam. Or was it the Korean War? Whenever Nixon was there, because they kept showing that to a lot of people had oh, yeah. a, a problem with the. They kept showing Nixon on the TV. I guess that's supposed to be to set the the scene of when it is or whatever, and how important the the draft is. But most yeah. people didn't like that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that happens, and then they're both imprisoned until yeah. the 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 police chief for some reason has a dog chilling there and the dog starts barking at like a chimney or something. Yeah. And then I believe that's the part where the, uh, 
best monster comes up? The motherfucking jangly man. Yeah, which, I think I like him the most. Yeah. Um, Ramon realizes that he's next. Yeah. And it was, he tells Stella that it was a campfire story that uh, frightened him as a child. Yeah. It didn't kill the dog, did it? Uh, I don't think so. Thank God. Definitely killed the police officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, so... Uh, they get in the car. Do they get in a car together? The police car. Yeah. Yeah. So they get in a car together, and uh, the jangly man is chasing them he real fast. And they go to Cerebello's house for some reason, and uh, I'm starting to have a hard time remembering what happened because I'm getting this mixed up with Haunted the Hill House. Because uh, I think pretty much the same thing happens in Haunted Hill House. Um, they both go in, but like they're in like two different time periods. Like yeah. Stella's like uh, during Stella, the time period where she's in Sarah Bella's place. Yeah, and they start dragging and, her. She's hiding at the table, and they start dragging around her by her hair, which is pretty brutal. Right, and then uh, I forgot his name. Ramon is uh, fighting the jangling the house. Yeah, during current time, hiding from the jangling man. And uh, I just stopped caring about this movie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, thank you for reminding me. During this point, it's the climax, kind of. Um, yeah, it is. I fucking lost my shit because the power went out and I thought it was a part of the movie. So I started <laughs> laughing and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, Oh my God. Cause apparently there's a storm outside. I'm like, Oh, this isn't a part of the movie. That would have been so sick if they incorporated. Like I was talking to my friends. We was down for a good five minutes and I was like, yo, imagine they started putting like light sensitive things in the movie that changes with the, the movie that affects it happened. Like I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Cause it was right when something was about to happen. It was like, they're facing off or something like Ramon with the jangly man. And it just went off. And I was like, that's so fucking cool. How'd they do that? <laughs> I love that. They should really start in court. Fuck 3d start doing light effects. So like what happened? Did they like, uh, they got it back on after five minutes and they rewound the movie by, uh, <laughs> 15 seconds so you oh. saw that little standoff again but this time no flashing lights because I, li- I literally just thought it went black because they went to a face-off and i was like oh let's go into the next scene all right no um so yeah uh a lot of stupid stuff happens that i really don't care about uh stella gets locked in a room like sarah bella's dead blah 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 um uh, ramon yo stella just tell her the truth so Stella's like, uh, Sarah Bellows, you're a meanie. You're turning into the monster that you uh, f- tried to fight against. You're the monster now. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, Sarah Bellows comes like, yeah, you're right. I am a monster. Just kill everybody. But yeah. no, she's all like, oh, you're so right. I guess I've got to revert everything back to normal. Stop still a story. kid's movie, man. Maybe PG-13. Still a kid's movie, technically. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the way it's so not cool to have, like, this. The, oh my, the scares build, were so good in the beginning. Oh, the jump scares are great. The kills were great, and yeah. everything was great, and they just ruined everything. They yeah. even kept the kids being, not dead, but the kids being gone. Like, that was great. Yeah. They just just had Sarah Bells just be evil, and I don't know. I, I just, I did not like that ending at all. Yeah, I think most people didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, so they uh, they beat Sarah Bellows and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really too much of a standoff there. It wasn't really scary. 
Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool because um, Stella wears glasses and she couldn't see. That was kind of creepy. Because um, if you put her every morning, yeah, if you put yourself in her shoes, that kind of sucks. If you're trying to see a monster that's about to kill you, slowly appre- uh, approaching, but it's a blur. So it's present day now, and Ramon's like, "Well, I guess I gotta stop running away from my fears. I'm joining the army." Then <laughs> he leaves town. He dies, and uh, then they show Stella and her dad driving away in the pickup truck, which you know. She, she didn't. She never had a bad relationship with her dad. She just always felt guilty and felt bad for him. And it kind yeah. of brought them closer. And then they pan to the back and Ruth's in the back. So she's still alive after apparently being put away in the mental hospital. <laughs> How did he check her out of the mental hospital? Like, she I think I feel like I her parents would need. Okay, whatever. I don't. Maybe they started to believe because the sheriff was actually killed. Because think about it, they were arrested. And now Ramon's just going in the army and Stella's off for like, you know, this movie sucked. <laughs> and um, they insinuate that they're going to try to get Augie and Chuck back. Yes. So there's going to be a second one, which it's no stupid. No, they, they should have had Sarah Bellows be evil. She yeah. should have like, I need you to bring my, fr- uh, she should have asked Sarah Bellows to bring her friends back. And Sarah Bellows, should have just like stopped everything and then like not they bring your friends back and then oh. like I I think I mean, that she could that, be that would have left her still being evil and then so then it can be a sequel of her getting yeah. her friends back but now it's like where's the threat in the sequel if she's Sarah Bellis is a good person well there's I guess uh, there must have been some more stories written that Sarah Bellis couldn't control I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't think it needs a sequel. I know that there's other books in the series, apparently, where people wanted to see more characters. I don't know. This movie, though, like, it had a lot of good atmosphere, jump scares, visuals, like... Yes, it was great. It's just the ending and some of the plot. Uh, I feel like from the... Anything after... Anything after Chuck dies. I was going to say anything after Augie dies. <laughs> I didn't really like Chuck's death. I thought it was kind of lame, too. Well, I, I thought, no, I know that's lame, but I still enjoyed Chuck being alive, being there. I didn't. I found him super annoying. People really like that character. I think he's the only likable character. It's weird because he, he, seemed, he seemed reminds real. me of a lot of my friends. Yeah, still, he, seems he, real. he seems real. The rest of them kind of didn't seem real. I don't like them as actors. I don't think that they did that good. I think they could have done better, but whatever. I guess we're just going to get straight into it. Derek, spooky or dookie? Wow, I'm having a lot of dookies. This is yeah. a dookie. Wait. Yeah, it's a dookie. I don't care. I'm never, I'm never watching this movie ever again. Mm-hmm. But it was still, like, a lot of good scares in it. Um, I wouldn't say I never watched it. Like, maybe if I'm, like, throwing, like, a Halloween party at my place and I got a lot of people on and I have this movie on DVD, I would probably, or, like, it's streaming somewhere, I'll just throw it on in the background while we're all mingling and talking during a Halloween party. But other than that, I don't see myself watching this movie ever again. Um, shit, I'll put on Slender Man before I put on this movie. So, yeah. Watch bullshit. What? Bullshit. I enjoy Slender Man. I mean, no, listen, I don't think Slender Man is bad at all. You know that we both have yeah. an unpopular opinion. That's why no one believes in our podcast and us as critics. <laughs> but I don't think that that is correct. But that's uh, each their own. Whatever. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it a spooky because what? I know I really enjoyed 80 percent of that ride. 
I love the atmosphere, the horror elements, and I read a lot of reviews about it. Even on the Wikipedia, it said a lot of people um, praise the horror elements but criticize the screen play and overused jump scares. I don't care about the overused jump scares. I thought they were great. Great. I think the jump scares. I hate jump scares. I didn't think they were overused. I love I, – I, jump scares don't get me. That movie did. I like that. I like the – they like the, you know, the, the people in the books. That Harold was, was good. All the stories were cool and, and creepy and eerie. It's just – I agree. The screenplay and the plot, they shouldn't have just recycled Goosebumps. They just – it seemed like, I guess, a cash grab kind of thing where let's just get it out to uh, the audience that probably is watching the Goosebumps movies. The Goosebumps movies weren't good to begin with. I'm huge into Goosebumps. I hate the cop-out of how they did that, and I hate the cop. I'm not huge into this this series. I'm not a huge fan of it. But if I was, if I feel the same way, if you feel the same way as I did with Goosebumps, I, you're pissed about how they treated it. About It, it should have probably been an anthology series that kind of like a trick-or-treat where it all comes together. And they don't need a sequel the the main characters were just so uninteresting. It's just the the vibe that it gives me. I would watch it again. I like the vibe what they 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 presented, and that's a lot of I guess Guillermo del Toro on there being yeah. a part of it. Um, it's not a bad movie. It just like they dropped the ball with that ending, and just Sarah Bell is, was never really a threat, man. I mean, yeah, she took a couple people, but she wasn't really scary. Like they didn't show her enough. They didn't, they didn't make you. I guess they tried to make you sympathize with her with with uh, some flashbacks or whatever. But you don't all sympathize with her too much. You don't get emotionally invested into anyone in these in this movie. And when people are getting taken, you're like, oh, that kind of sucks. But <laughs> you're not really like, oh, damn. Like I really connected to this character. I don't like that they took this person away. Like you know. I think that um, Chuck is the only one that was like that, but Chuck also doesn't get a lot of development, doesn't get a lot of screen time. I don't know. I thought Tommy the bully from the trailer was going to be a lot more part of it. I I like the movie. I really do. But they could have just made it a lot better. Maybe it was rushed. Maybe something was there that I, I, I'm not aware of. But they had a lot of good things, and they just screwed it up towards the end of that movie. It could if they like they like you said if they make Sarah Bellows vicious, it it could have been more. But there's going to be a second one, and I'm not excited for it. As much as I like this movie, I'm not excited for that second one. I think just like with Escape Room, why why do you have to put a fucking sequel to that? Why do you need a sequel for this? I forgot about the ending to Escape Room. Exactly, <laughs> that sucks. That endings make or break things. Thank God I'm such like a I'm I, I rate things off different things than like a actual critic. Like critics should hate this. I understand why they should. It's weak. It like storyline driven. But atmosphere, vibe, jump scares. What I, those are things I like in my horror movies and why I watch them. Yeah, I like the great plots and the good endings or whatever. But this also had some stuff that a lot of horror movies weren't doing right now. So I can't just disregard it completely. It, it, I enjoyed it for the most part. Just that last 20 really left me hanging. That's that. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how they're going to apply a second one. If they couldn't write a good screenplay for this, how the hell are you going to spin it into a sequel? And I doubt who uh, I can't pronounce his name. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I doubt he's going to be a part of the second one, so no, <laughs> it's I, not going to have the same atmosphere at all. It was a passion piece for him because he grew up reading them. Right. I don't think he's going to be a part of it at all. I did watch a lot of the behind the scenes for this shit. He did was very hands on and very cool and very. He's why the movie has 
without if they didn't have him, this movie actually would be trash. There would be no atmosphere or or just just he he his touch made it bearable enough. I think that most people uh, won't absolutely call this like Slenderman trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he wasn't a part of it, it it would have got a reception of Slenderman. I think that on IMDb it has like a set like a six point five, and the Rotten Tomatoes is fairly positive. Uh, I just think critically, if you want like a really good plot, you're no, you're getting goosebumps, but with different characters. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, this movie's not great. <laughs> um, I guess that is. The Spooky Doogie Podcast right there. Uh, Once again, I am one of your hosts. I am Derek. I am Mike. Stay Stay spooky. spooky. No, no, no. I remember this time. (laughs) I got it. Fuck you. Fine. Stay dookie. Yeah.